Welcome to Work It, a show about work. This is a work of satire containing mature themes. Pour le service en français, appuyez sur le 1. For writer and performer Sam Alamang, please press 2. For writer and performer Janet Mowat, please press 3. For a measured and insightful discussion of this option is unavailable. For a comedic look at marketing, featuring a robust selection of scenes in which Sam and Janet try to come up with a marketing scheme, please stay on the line. Welcome to Work at 21, where we're talking all about marketing. You know, when it comes to marketing, I think the greatest ad of all time is when the brain-dead rich kid gives the militarized police force a soda pop and ends racism. I like it because racism is bad and I'm glad Pepsi fixed it. I guess I might as well practice what we preach and market the episode to you. Keep listening for exclusive jokes, that's right friends, no other program would dare try and pass this material off as humorous. Incidentally, why do they call them ads when what they add to the world is halfway between nothing and misery? Got earwax? Come on down to Larry's Cotton Swab Emporium. We've got all the big names. Q-Tip, Z-Tip, Johnson's, uh, Walmart store brand, uh... No credit? No problem. Now through Sunday, get 2019's best cotton swabs with Larry's no money down, no interest guarantee. Larry's Cotton Swab Emporium, 172 Industrial Road, next to the hockey arena. rich yet. Hang on, let me check. Just reach into my pockets and turn my pockets out and... A fly? How much is a fly worth? Uh, buck, buck fifty. Oh, we're nowhere near being rich, Sam. On the other hand, Janet, there is the purity of our artistic achievement. Oh right, like when you had that malfunctioning self-checkout say, tomato, tomato, million diaper back in episode nine. Oh yeah, I forgot how dumb I am. Getting rich is our only hope. What we need is a plan. Now, I'm not talking about a get-rich-quick scheme. The important thing is that we get obscenely wealthy in an unrealistically brief period of time. Agreed. Let's see. You know what the problem is? We don't market the show. What we need is a marketing plan. Okay, so first up, let's do a SWOT analysis. Sounds good. I think we should SWAT the fly from earlier in the scene, remember? Pockets out and a fly. Not that kind of SWAT. S W O T, as in strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Okay, strengths. I can lift two cats at the same time. I can carry this show most weeks. So put us down for like a 7 out of 10. Great, so strengths is a 7, weaknesses is easy. That's 10 minus 7 is 3 out of 10, give or take. Opportunities? Well, the opportunities that we get rich, right? Money bag emoji, money bag emoji, money bag emoji. Got it. Okay, so what threats do we face? Sam, this is college radio. Our competition is probably mostly undergraduates. We can buy them off with some phony Instagram followers. I've been working on a bot. I see, and does your bot say tomato, tomato, million diaper? Well, not yet. Okay, so our SWOT analysis is seven, three, some money bag emojis, and an asinine robot. Excellent. Janet, being this smart is hard. Let's take a break. Agreed. We can finish this later in the show. Sex sells. IHOP, spill your syrup all over our pancakes. 
GE electric stoves. They get really hot. Hope Shine towels are you as wet as we are? Sex sells. McDonald's, come chew my nuggets. Baskin Robbins, this ice cream tastes like boobs. Samsung, I just had sex with my phone. Sex sells. Coming soon to a theater near you. Susan, it's beautiful out. Let's take the kids to the park. Not now, Ted. I'm busy. Are you on Twitter again? You just follow stupid brands anyway. Those brands are my friends, Ted. They understand me. In a world where Twitter marketing is all about making brands relatable. Oh, that Tony the Tiger. He just tweeted, feeling cute, might delete later, with a photo of him eating Cheerios. <sighs> He's so funny. Susan, you know that's not the real Tony the Tiger, right? How relatable is too relatable? Oh, Burger King just tweeted that he's feeling down today. Jesus, Susan. And Tony the Tiger replied, My DMs are open if you want to talk. That's so beautiful. One family's life spins out of control. Did you recycle my Frosted Flakes box? Um, yeah, it was empty. He's mine, Ted! Mine! Keep your hands off my Tony the Tiger! And their lives will be changed forever. <gasps> Ted! Susan, what are you... You're sending nudes to Tony the Tiger? Get out of here! And he sent nudes back? He never wears clothes, Ted! Can this couple come back from the brink? Aw, oh, man. What? Tony the Tiger just tweeted something racist. At last, Susan, you're free from this ridiculous... Mr. Clean called him out. Not again. Brands I'd like to Coming summer 2019. All these years, I thought he was ignoring me. I just couldn't hear anything. My ears were too full of earwax. He tried everything. Suction, acid, burning it out. Nothing worked. And then Z-tip cotton swabs came along. Finally, I have my husband back. Thanks, Z-tip. I'm Sherry O'Smiley, and this is Marketing Influence. On March 14, 1987, Joseph Strong was out for his morning jog in North Platte, Nebraska. A marketing intern struggling with his latest campaign, Joe had no idea that inspiration was about to strike. Big time. I was working on the Lubagel personal lubricant campaign. The adult pleasure market was struggling and Lubagel Inc. wanted to break into the mainstream. That's Joe Strong himself speaking, 30 years after that fateful day. <laughs> You know, how do you market that to God-fearing Nebraska families? Joe's then-boss, Clara Springfield, remembers it well. I'd been riding Joe pretty hard at that point, figuratively speaking, of course, because he just couldn't get the slogan right. 
I tried a few G-rated variations. Oh, you know, stuff like Lubagel, experimentation is healthy. I was this close to saying, you know what? Maybe middle America just isn't ready for this level of openness when it comes to personal lubrication. But Joe wasn't going to give up yet. You gotta remember, this was the age of electronic vibrating massagers. I knew there was a market. Fast forward to Joe's fateful morning jog. I was out for a run and my thighs were chafing and I thought to myself, this is a real pain in the butt. <gasps> and the light bulb just went off. So I, I called up, no, no, you wanna hear this? It was a big hit. We regret to announce that the remainder of this sketch has failed to pass work its rigorous standards of good taste and quality entertainment. Instead, please enjoy this cheerful musical interlude. Aw, come on, I didn't even get to tell them about my follow-up for the blow-up doll. Get back, you degenerate! Sex sells. Lafarge cement. Our cement gets really hard. Sephora lipstick. Have you seen our nudes? Ace Bakery, you'll love our buns. Sex sells. Starbucks, I'd like to do you a latte, if you know what I mean, with extra cream. Tesla, this self-driving car just drove into my butt. Nintendo Switch, I wish I could switch from being a virgin. Sex sells. Janet, you know what we need? A spokesperson. Totally agree, Sam. That's why I've brought in some business leaders to audition for us. Reality TV star Rob Drydeck, tell the people what you think of Work It. It is the only thing that matters. It is literally the only thing that matters. And what are you going to do to promote Work It? I'm going down to get attacked by a shark. Hmm, I'm not sure that is the kind of marketing we're looking for. Okay, who's next? Let's see, Kay Klopovitz, who is apparently the world's most successful female entrepreneur. Hey Kay, did you hear our work at saloon scene? Where it was a parody of the Wild West? Like the Wild West. Kay, we're trying to crack the Chinese market. What have you learned in your career about breaking into it? We have the Great Wall of China to keep people out. And we didn't know that much about what was behind those walls. And I thought, wow, we could get behind those walls. We could really communicate with people. Wonder if they're just like us really or not. Oh geez, we didn't realize you had the intelligence of a small child. I'm sorry, here's a coloring book for your trouble. This is great, I can do this. Well, former Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer, you're our last hope. Please, oh please, just share a few words about what work it means to you. Well... That might have to do. You know, Janet, I'm starting to think billionaires might be a little... unwell. Oh no. Grab the trank darts, Balmer's loose again. Hello, Poppets, and welcome back to Roger and Vera's Mid-Century Capitalist Hour. Better red than dead, Vera. Or was it the other way around? In just a little while, Roger will share his updated blacklist with all you lovelies. 
I don't trust that bartender from New York. A woman has no business mixing drinks for anyone but her husband. We've got some good news, everyone. Roger and I have new sponsors. Sure, we've all accepted the odd Manhattan from some floozy downtown, but that doesn't make it okay. These brands want to reach our Zoomer audience, and they've all asked me to perform some jingles that'll really target that audience. Ahem. Hit it! Do you feel stopped up? It's really bad and you need some fast relief. Get yourself some Fabulax! This stuff's beyond belief! Hmm, speaking of which... Look, 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 look. Roger! Did you just take all of it? I feel so alive! Be right back! Every day, Roger, I swear to heaven. Let's see, what's our next sponsor? Ah, you'll love this one! When you need some help to give away your books and chairs and hammers, the best plan in the United States is United Estate Planners! Jumping Jiminetti, that Fabulax packs a punch! It's like I'm 69 all over again! Nice! This last jingle is from our friends at a show called Work It. Now, I've never heard of it, but I'll give their jingle a shot. Let's see here. When you're targeted advertising centered around failing health and looming mortality, maybe it's time to relinquish power and make space for the generations struggling to thrive in the economic hellscape that you've left for them. Oh no, I don't know about this. That sounds like something the Reds would say, Vera. I'm adding them to my blacklist. There. Rock Hudson, that articulate hussy from New York, and work it. Thanks for listening, dearies. After Roger's nap, I'll share my top tips for convincing your daughter to get married and have babies already. Toodaloo! You're a tough man with a tough life. You need a cotton swab that works as hard as you. Z-tip cotton swabs, now in steel wool, so you can bleed from your ears like a real man. The internet has transformed nearly every aspect of our world. Now, when it comes to marketing, it's obvious how a technology based on connections has been particularly transformative. People connected to people, people to businesses, yourself to the stereo MCs. Make sure you're connected. Now, don't get me wrong, there's something very cool about the direct updates from our favorite companies on social media. What's new in video games or diazepam? Thanks to social media, I can simply follow Nintendo and Roche Pharmaceutical to find out. But for some businesses hoping that social media marketing can boost customer engagement, Stereo MC's vocalist Rob Birch has a point. There's been times where a company's social media marketing or crowdsourcing campaign has gone totally off the rails. The most notorious such case was probably that of Mountain Dew. In 2012, Mountain Dew held a campaign to name their new green apple flavor. The human skid marks of 4chan got a hold of it and pretty soon, well, let's just say that the multiple suggestions about a hypersexual grandma were possibly the least offensive. In the end, they settled for Apple Mountain Dew. And some consultant probably got six figures for it. What am I doing with my life? Or what about McDonald's campaign, hashtag McD stories, where we could all share our fond memories of eating hamburgers, I guess? 
Like, what kind of story were they expecting? Freaking J.D. Salinger, ketchup in the fries? But thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't make me grimace. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Instead of heartwarming tales about sharing a McRib with your pa, we got tweets like, Hi dad ate there, pulled off the road, puked violently in an empty cooler. Ate a McFish and vomited one hour later. I'd rather eat my own diarrhea. You hear that? Janet would rather eat her own diarrhea. No, that was a tweet! Janet Moa just said she would, under the right circumstances, prefer to eat a big sloppy plate of her very own- The previous joke has been edited out for being disgusting and awful, and Sam has been forced to eat a steaming pile of stinking festering- And let us not forget any Reddit AMA or Twitter hashtag involving the cops. God bless those lefty trolls. But Janet, all this talk has got me thinking. We should do our own hashtag. Great idea, Sam! Just tweet to hashtag work at stories with your favorite memories of listening to the show. They're flowing in right now. Here, listen. My dad listened to work it, pulled off the road, puked violently in an empty cooler. Listened to work it and vomited one hour later. I'd rather listen to my own diarrhea. Sex sells. Pop rocks, they explode in your mouth. Seventh day Adventist church. We do it missionary style. Urban capital property group. Our buildings are very erect. Sex sells. Disney World. Imagine Goofy naked. NASA. Our rocket ships look like a thingy. The Canadian Opera Company. C-O-C. Get it? C-O-C. Pretty sexy, eh? Unfortunately, all the patrons are completely impotent. But what if they weren't? Sex sells. We've all heard about subliminal advertising, this idea that brands can insert suggestive messages at a level most people can't even perceive. Allegedly, subliminal messaging can influence our brains at a subconscious level and convince us to give them our money without even knowing why. The first time aware of this method, make us rich. paper published by market researcher James Vickery. Vickery claimed that he inserted single frame ads saying, drink Coke and eat popcorn into movies at a theater. The result? An 18% rise in Coke sales and a 58% rise in popcorn sales. Shocking, right? Only one problem. The study was a hoax. Vickery eventually admitted to fabricating the whole thing. But it was too late. The public became increasingly paranoid about sinister hidden advertising, and the American FCC eventually declared it contrary to the public interest. We still see subtle messaging in many ads, though. The Give FedEx first logo has a it. hidden Give error to suggest speediness. And the Coca-Cola logo has the silhouette of it to amuse middle school children. The power of suggestion is strong, and brands will always grasp at whatever advantage they think they can get. So whether it works or not, it looks like subliminal advertising isn't going anywhere. Right, Janet? Uh, Janet. Shut up, Sam. Work it is on. This is awful. Yeah. Want to go get popcorn? Yeah, how about Coke? I know a guy. So where did we leave off with our big marketing plan that's going to make us filthy, stinking rich? The rich part will be a nice change. Uh, next up, we should develop a target market. Hmm, interesting. Because we could say everyone. But some people might not like the show. And some other people might like it but not be able to enrich us. 
so they're useless. I think we should focus on the people who can enrich us and are known fans of the show. Alright, so who does that leave? Let's check the iTunes reviews. Uh, Warren Buffett says, I haven't laughed this hard since Al Jolson's pioneering work in comedy and racism. Mohammed bin Salman Al Saud says, I currently have no plans to brutally murder Sam and Janet. Christy Walden of Walmart says, I welcome each new episode of Work It as if I were an impoverished senior citizen standing near a Walmart door, instead of the $36.7 billion net worth heiress that I actually am. But seriously, great show. Lots of laughs. So our target audience is Warren Buffett, MBS, and Christy Walton. Let's keep that in mind for next episode. Where the subject is class war? Eh, that might need another think. What's next? Next is set clear marketing objectives. I mean, make a bunch of money, duh. That feels undercooked. So what else? Like for me, I want to make enough money to buy one of those never-ending glasses of wine. Oh, like from Ovid Metamorphoses, line 682 to 3. Exactly. Okay, I want enough money to replace all hockey teams not named the Toronto Maple Leafs with a collection of action figures. We'll still hold the games though, the Leafs need to earn the cup. It's your only hope. I want enough money to underwrite a Pride and Prejudice cinematic universe, and we could do post-credit scenes where someone says to Mr. Darcy, fancy a swim, and he could be like, maybe next time, and Nick Fury's like, hey guys. I want to be so rich that people treat me as a serious political contender even when my brain is pudding, like actual literal pudding. Oh, you know, like the president. So, we've got our SWOT analysis, our target market, our objectives. So, next up, we should determine our marketing strategy. Um, viral marketing. Ooh, influencer partnerships. Mismanage a summer music festival. And go to jail. Wait, didn't Fire Festival already do this? Our festival will be even worse. Our top influencer is PewDiePie, and we'll hit him in the head with a hammer so he's extra worthless. It's so stupid it will have to work. Okay, one last thing. We need to create our financial plan. Okay, so there's this financial roadmap that basically everybody uses. Hit me. Step one, plan. Check. Step two, prepare. On it. Step three, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Go on. Step four, profit. Oh, phew, I was concerned at step three, but then it really came together at step four. You ready, Sam? Let's do this. Up next on Work It, top 10 things Warren Buffett, MBS, and Christy Walton find funny. I'm a busy mom. By the time I've got the kids off to school and cleaned the house, I don't have time for personal hygiene. Mommy, what's all that sticky stuff in your ears? Then I switched to Z-Tip brand cotton swabs. No more digging and gouging. Now I just swab and go. Z-Tip cotton swabs for busy moms on the run. I guess it's time for the native ad reads. For the folks at home who might not know, native advertising is a type of marketing pretty common in podcasts. The sponsor basically gets the host to read ad copy and say how they use the product. It's not too different from the old days where you'd have like Jack Benny hawking cigarettes. You mean the delicious taste of unfiltered Pall Malls? Now cut that out! So anyway, I guess we like just have to read these and make it seem like we use the product? Mm, that's about it. Now you know, Janet, no one enjoys a good catheter as much as we do. It's true, Sam. And when we want our comedy sketches to really flow, there's only one brand we trust. 
That's right, folks, Widget Co. Deluxe Catheters. You're in for a good time. Visit the scenic tar sands in northern Alberta. Folks, when work it looks for inspiration, we like to get away to the gurgling, poisonous filth of Athabasca. From the ecological devastations to the utter disregard for indigenous populations, where the jokes on work it aren't the only thing that's crude. Al-Shabaab is looking for dynamic young people like you. <sighs> Do the line, Sam. Janet, this is awful. Do we have to do these? Well, what do you suggest, knucklehead? We do 30 minutes of new sketch comedy almost every week for free? Well, no, obviously not. But can't we just sell mattresses and stamps and website builders like everyone else? Oh, gee, why didn't I think of that? Maybe because they didn't sponsor the show? Eh, I'm gonna do it anyway. Folks, when I need to sleep, I like to sleep on a mattress. Sam, you moron, that'll never... Oh, hang on. Our listenership just went up. Look! Whoa, we're number one in the ratings? No, that's the number of listeners we've got. A new record, keep going! Folks, when I send mail, I like to put a stamp on it. Three listeners, you're on a roll! Folks, when I need a website, I put up a website. Five! Five listeners, Sam! This is... Oh, what's that? That's not the number of listeners, but the number of complaints against the show. And the studio's being besieged by... An angry mob with a battering ram? Well, there goes our sponsors. Say, shock jocks have sponsors, don't they? You mean... You're listening to Skank and Belch in the morning. Folks, let me ask you a question. Do you like body spray? marketing strategy has fallen flat. You mean our philosophy of telling no one about the show and waiting quietly to become famous isn't working? Well, it's great. I mean, it says here we're at five listeners now. This is beyond my wildest dreams. But I thought we might get some inspiration from this great LinkedIn article called Our 31 Favorite Marketing Quotes. Oh wow, that article doesn't sound boring or useless at all. I know, it says here, these marketing quotes will inspire us to new heights of excellence. Because what could be more useful than pithy nonsense from people we've never heard of? Here's a great one, Sam. The play button is the most compelling call to action on the web. Jesse Aris of Vidyard. That's so true. If Pornhub has taught us anything... Truly, when I'm scrolling through my timeline, I'll always expend extra effort to press play on random videos, especially for an ad. Ooh, how about this quote? Mixing data and creative can be like boys and girls at a middle school dance. If you don't do it well, it's awkward. Ryan Joe, Ad Exchanger. I really love the gender essentialism here. I guess tired social cliches will always have a home in advertising. For the scientists among us, here's an awesome marketing quote. Content is the atomic particle of all marketing. Tom McConan, Domo. Now, atomic particles aren't actually a thing. Surely he didn't just mean to say atoms or subatomic particles? Oh, Sam, the lesson here is that marketing isn't about accuracy. It's about whatever you think sounds right. Here's a good one. In our obsession to change people's minds, we forget to appeal to people's guts. Doug Kessler, Velocity Partners. Sure, I mean, think about it. The only thing between me and your guts is a thin layer of flesh. I could dig right in there. I wonder if he just means people like food, such as hamburgers and so on. 
I, for one, enjoy I think chips. this is ultimately a lesson in maintaining the status quo. Don't challenge people, just give them what they expect. Cool Ranch. Nacho cheese. In fact, I have some food right here. Okay, we have time for one more of LinkedIn's synergisticest marketing quotes. How about this one from Chris Moody of GE Digital? Stop chasing the next big thing and do your job better. Yes, I always love to feel personally attacked by inspirational quotes. Same. Regardless of whether I'm actually doing my job well, Chris is right there motivating me by implying that I suck. So, what have we learned about great marketing today, Janet? Well, we've learned that it upholds old-fashioned social norms. Refrains from challenging people. Doesn't worry about truth or accuracy. And makes you feel kind of bad about yourself. Wow, Sam. That really is what most marketing is like. I am inspired. Big hygiene would have you believe that cotton swabs are the best option for cleaning your ears. But do you know the rest of the story? Reports have emerged of catastrophic injuries after a man stuck a cotton swab too far into his ear. Are your kids safe in your own home? Three children have been mildly inconvenienced after ingesting Z-Tip brand cotton swabs that have been left unattended. Society's values are under attack. The FDA is reminding the public that cotton swabs are not to be inserted into any of the body's orifices following a misadventure. Before you buy cotton swabs, think again. This message brought to you by Concerned Citizens for the Safe Use of Cotton Swabs. One of the best forms of marketing is referrals. People trust other people. Let's use that. Rate and review Work It on your podcast app of choice. And follow us on social media at, at WorkItPod. Salesforce be with you. Do you love listening to CFMU, but don't know how to express that love? Radio may be an older invention, but that doesn't mean it's stuck in the past. Instead of yelling into the void, I like your show! show, show, show. You can just tweet us or any of our shows under their own hashtag using hashtag CFMU underscore show name. Go give us a shout.